Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Joseph Fidus, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A, Elizabeth C, Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C, and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Here he is. Here's Frederick. Yeah, I can do a plug for uh, Hometown. Hometown. Here, you want to see my hometown? There you go. See, can you see that? You see that? I'm trying to support local business. Man, I'm trying to support myself. <laughs> go blind doing that. Ma- Ma- Maxwell House. <laughs> maybe, maybe Rick. There he is. Good morning. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, you know, Happy I, I birthday to you. you. <laughs> hey, Rick. Did you, Did they ever give you a trustee badge in Lake Bluff? Um, I, I I complained that we never did get badges, you know, because Lake. Well, Forest, did you see the the, the Lake Forest Alderman? Yeah, they get a badge. The mayor, they get really cool badges. They yeah, they get, like they get a real badge. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you what they. That's did. all I ever got from Morton Grove. I love Morton Grove. Don't get me wrong, man. I, oh, I got a plaque. I, I got a plaque. Ask too. about that. You know, how come the Lake Forest guys they all get badges and we don't? So when I when I went off the board, they were good enough to uh, to give me yeah. a a badge. Okay, I got a. I have a plaque somewhere like that from Village of Morton Grove, and uh, I but doesn't have a badge on it like you do. This was the only badge I ever got. Four years on the village board. That's my stinking badge. There's your badge. I wore it like I wore it like a realtor. The badges did occasionally cause problems because every so often somebody uh, you know pulls them out when they get stopped for a traffic. Uh, yeah, I think uh, that happened to, with one of the Niles Township. That does not go well, yeah. and that's why the Morton Grove trustees didn't get a badge. Speaking of Morton Grove, they were in the news about their they're buying a different building for the village hall there, but that's not why I'm bringing it up. The article about it in the Tribune is written by Dan Dorfman. Oh, okay. He is so he is Dan Dorfman more... is covering Lake Forest mm-hmm. and Morton Grove. Yeah. They're like how many miles apart? Are these uh, quite a quite a ways. And there's a lot of other towns between them too. That's uh that's very local. That's very local. Rick, that badge right there. I just want to know how many boxes of cornflakes did you have to go through? To I, get I, had that? The, I had the, Tony the Tiger, uh, you know, he's my <laughs> personal friend after, you know, to get that. <laughs> they had uh, the, um, the, the mayor of uh, North Chicago at one point uh, was using the badge to actually make traffic stops uh, at one point. Oh, the, the, no, I hope that, not the current mayor that we're trying to get on the podcast. Here. Not the current mayor. No, no, no. no. Okay, good, good, good. One of his predecessors. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's a future podcast. Good morning. Good, good. Thank shout you, out, a little Thank shout you, out this morning to Hometown Coffee. I don't know if that's showing on the screen or not there. Oh, that's very good. Yes, good, good, good. Support, support a uh, Lake Forest like business. Uh, they opened up, uh, what, a yeah. month or two ago on uh, Wisconsin mm-hmm. Avenue, uh, right around the corner from the Lantern. Yes. And yep. uh, it's good. To, it's good, nice. To, it's nice to have a local business in town that you can support. And they've got a nice app that you can order ahead. 
on and um we have been lake forest has been very fortunate in restaurants lately i you know for a town that you know two years ago a year ago um you would have said uh, well lake forest doesn't have much in the way of restaurants uh but now with the opening of lake colonial um sophia steak uh, the remodel of the deer path uh you, you got you know, duffers uh you can sure. go down a, a long list in our hometown uh, these guys have done, they're doing a great job uh, locally. We're we're really kind of blessed uh, now. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> There's your he makes us drinking coffee. it right out of the pot. First, there. Well, first that's fine. If you're gonna make, if you're gonna make your own coffee, that's fine. But if you're if you're gonna go out for coffee or 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 food, try to keep try. I always try to do this in the city you live in because you try to keep that sales tax revenue in <clears> in the city. Yes, and Lake Forest had really always has had a problem with sales tax revenue. We we don't have enough retail. Uh, we are very much dependent on property taxes, and it would be much to a, a, a good thing for Lake Forest if we had more sales tax revenue. That would help. Could have had Costco. Well, if they taught personal finance at the high school, you would know that uh, compounding interest in that five-buck co cup of coffee <laughs> over 50 weeks a year, don't get yeah. me going. Yeah, if you if you if you'd invested that money, uh, yes, correct. And, hey, if my mom. If, if, if we followed that, though, there'd be no businesses open, Pete. So there's a balance here. I'm not saying no. Don't get a sandwich. You could just. You, why don't you? Why don't you just buy a case of beer at the grocery at at the grocery store, and then you don't have to go to the bar. I mean, it's the same. That's principle. true. Ever since these elections <laughs> been going on, uh, we've been in the bars more than more than ever. God bless, especially Sophia's. How about that little outing? That's a night, huh? first of all another great establishment. But yeah, uh, we had a great evening um, Monday oh, we night. Went, uh, we went to our, the new I heard that there was a big party over at Sophia's that night. Yeah. So your birthday, Rick! Happy birthday! Happy and birthday, Rick! You. <laughs> it's the whatever <laughs> anniversary young, of your thirty-nine. Very young, sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Oh, right? you look fantastic! For my hours, I'm one hundred and twenty-seven. <laughs> you look we'll great. Edit right? that out. We'll edit that out in post. Yeah, so we missed you for the birthday drink. So let Colonial, nah. <laughs> Have a birthday drink right now. Here. <laughs> they don't, uh, they don't, they, uh, you know what? Just like me, they are an acquired taste. They're an acquired oh, the taste. Oh, the Colonial. I, I will tell you, I like the food. Uh, the drinks are very expensive. Go to the, go to their happy hour. They have a happy oh, hour. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what time it is. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife uh, tipped, uh, got tipped off on that, and we That's we go deal. there occasionally. It's a really nice, uh, nice yeah. place, and uh, they had they've had some nice events there uh, for some local organizations. They have a room upstairs that people rent out. It's good, yeah. you know. Like I said, you can't, obviously people can't go out every meal, or they can't buy coffee every morning, mm -hmm. um, or right. um, go to the bar every night. But it is good to support. Uh, businesses in town, any chance you have it, you can, yeah, and you can't drink all day um, unless you start in the morning. Well, only only fourteen <laughs> hours. We went out Monday night because Mayor Tack got sworn in. Yeah, Mayor Tack. Let's all say it together, Mayor yep, Mayor Tack. The Mayor Tack. Yeah, and the honorable, truly honorable, and it was a family affair. Uh, your Joe, your wife Debbie was there. Your, yeah. your son Drew was there. Yep, Rick was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mo, my wife Terry was there. Uh, yes. Oh, we, we didn't know. say hi to Terry. Oh, yeah, Terry, and she was she was wearing her hat too. She was looking very nice. I'll see if we can find a, a picture in the crowd because <laughs> you know the GoPro was was going. But uh, you know we want to show up and support because you never know who wants to go up to that. Uh, lectern and give their two cents <laughs> that's heavily discounted but that was a nice little uh deal yeah uh, the, our our new first lady of lake forest paula mm -hmm. tack mm -hmm. uh there by her yes. husband's side when he took the oath uh yeah, she, she held the bible wonderful lady but yeah very nice no it was uh it was class it was class everybody uh kathy zerniak um the finance uh What's it, uh, the finance lady? Oh, uh, sitting right behind us. Oh, yeah, boy, she's gonna be like watching. This I just, like, I just say she's my. Remember my name. 
No, her name to me. Kathy Zerniak has had a long and and successful storied career with the uh, city of Lake Forest. She's been she's been the the the, she's been the grind. She knows where the bodies are buried in between between the city and the businesses. (laughs) Poor Kathy has uh, gets a lot of friction. That's well, and that job, that position. You know, you and I served in municipal government elsewhere. That position is, yeah. Very, very critical. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. You know, your business and growth and, and and stuff. So, and she does a great, I attended the Ward 3 meeting a few weeks ago that um, uh, 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 Jim and Era, uh, our alderman for uh, Ward 3, did with the staff. And Kathy was, uh, Kathy probably had to stand up the most to answer questions from, from the crowd. Oh, yeah. And she handled them all perfectly. So... Mm-hmm. She does a great job. She's a great uh, asset for the city of Lake Forest. Yeah, I, I think uh, very much so. Big, I'm a big Kathy Zerniak fan. She doesn't make the policy, but she does often have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, are well, you get, is she getting you your cart corral? Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. She, she answers the phone when you call. You know, there's no no middle mm-hmm. person. You know, sure. she answers yeah. the phone, yes. and uh, she she was quick to tell me that there there's nothing stopping jewels from putting Not the, jewels uh, the jewels to uh, putting in the in the corrals. And Stephanie over at Jewels said that she's talking to the higher ups, and we should have we should know something pretty soon. She didn't want to promise anything, but it sounds like they want it too. So if there's any good that comes out of this podcast, it's the this official the Lake Forest podcast corral. And I want one of those. They're going to name it signs. after you. And one day, hopefully for many, many, not for many, many, many years, but your tombstone is going to have a cart corral engraved on, uh, yeah. on it. Uh, I tried bringing, I was there, I tried bringing the cart, one of the carts in to to, uh, to return it inside. Uh, it ended up being a bit of a disaster, actually, because <laughs> they're already piled up so high right to the right to the yeah. front entrance. And, and the Jewel in Libertyville has one. In with the big carts, because they're actually two different kinds of carts. We are, you know, so it's uh, cart corral is going to be a little bit more complicated than uh, than I thought. And and if you would like to have a, a corral at the jewel just to move things along, because corporate only listens to 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 numbers. Here's the uh, petition that we have that has already has a few dozen people that signed up for it. So feel free, feel mm-hmm. free. Um, so we we uh, we we did our civic duty. Showed up Monday. Great time. Uh, we went again to Sophia's afterwards, and uh, Rick was missed. But I understand, you know, I was at Lake Colonial closing them down. That's right. Uh, but it was nice to see Victor, Armando, Chris. You know, the gang over at Sophia's, the guys, the guys, the dudes on the caucus. Good, good peeps, good peeps. Always yeah, good great, to see. great steak. Uh, you know, seventy four bucks for a New York strip. Uh, yeah, it's it's not cheap, but it's very good. But it is very good. Well, it's 60 bucks to buy it at the jewels. Uh, another issue that's coming up, boys, is uh, these panhandlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, these, these beggars. It's, uh, you know, I don't know how we, we you know, we Lake Forest did not have this problem until about two, two three years ago. Uh, this first guy uh, started showing up in front of uh, poor people at Fresh Market. I feel bad yeah. for Fresh Market. Uh, I'm sure that uh, that drives people away from there. Well, we had a few people respond. What what is the law on that, Rick? Can you just yeah? I, yeah, as I, I understand it, and I, I don't want to claim to be a great expert at it, but as I understand it, it's a free speech issue. Uh, you yeah. know, they're on public property. Uh, they're entitled to have uh, to speak to people. Uh, you can't regulate the speech, uh, and so they can ask for money or say hi, how how are you? You know, they pretend that they're interested in your day. They are not interested in your day. They want money. Uh, now, there's also, however, I you know, I, you, you see me post uh, from Scottsdale and Phoenix. They have signs uh, on a lot of street corners that say it's okay to say no to panhandlers, uh, and instead direct donations to uh, causes, uh, well, uh, organizations that provide uh, uh, housing for the homeless, 
uh, and other services to support people uh, rather than giving it to this guy on the street corner. You know, you pay the guy to sit in the street corner. He's going to sit on the street corner. Now, yeah, we I mean, these are professional. Them. These are professional beggars. I think there's a flyer yeah. that's been passed around on the yeah. Internet about the one guy that yeah, he, well, he really He's got a house, house. He's got a boat. He's got uh, cars, antique cars. Yeah. Our our loyal listener and watcher, Kathy, she sent me an email that said uh, the guy's name is Robert Hunter. Come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about the guy begging out Robert. front, not disabled, not a veteran, not homeless. He's a scammer. He's got a he's selling a $30,000 car. He's got a yacht. And he's sitting in front of uh, fresh sitting market. front he's of the, the fr his fresh market. Need to pay he's, taxes. He's mostly at the fresh market, but then he's got he, he's attracted other ones now too. So now there's one in front of the fresh market. Yesterday there was a guy at the corner of Deer Path, Deer Path and Western. And um, uh, oh man, yeah, he was playing the guitar. Was he doing like a Gordon Lightfoot tribute? In, yeah, in, a carefree in highway. <laughs> I wouldn't have mind if he was playing Stairway, but no. Carefree high. Woody, Woody Guthrie. <laughs> I go by, you know, there's Carefree Highway in Carefree, Arizona, right? Just north of Phoenix. I, you know, yeah. I'm driving by I was there very sad my, about it. I, did, my son I, spent, I, and, you know, I had many a karaoke you know, evening I bet, I bet doing Gordon Light. Gordon Gully forgot the name. <laughs> but I took a picture, cop car went by, and I'm like, couldn't he just do a little slow roll by at least to make it uncomfortable? Yeah. I guess, yeah. but he can't can't do that. He can't do that. The, the, the first, you know, I mean, look, these when they're on the public right away. Now, if they're on private property, the, the the owner of the property can kick them out. But um, if they're on public property, look, I've worked downtown Chicago and and went to school in Chicago at, at Loyola. Um, so I've been seeing this for years and, you know, you ride the Metro train downtown They're, They'll even come into the Metro train sometimes in, in uh, union station. Um, and they'll have the same story. It'd be like, Oh, I just need five more bucks to get my, I lost my ticket to get home to Libertyville. Can you give me five bucks or whatever? And it's, it's, it's the, you know, and one time I actually said to the guy, funny, you lost your ticket last week, bud. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the same, it's the same thing. And, and like people, okay. and, and I don't mean it to mean there are people out there with problems there and there are people with mental illness and homelessness this, is a problem. And in, this is mental health awareness. Month, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and, but as we said earlier, and Rick, you pointed out that sign. And, and I think the city, yeah. the village of Vernon Hills, I sent you, Pete, that link. Yes, they have a link. Yeah. Um, they have a thing on their webpage about what, about panhandling and how to, how to deal with it. But there are many great organizations like PADS here in Lake County that does stuff for the homeless. Yes. Um, yeah. My church. I mean, there's no uh, reason does... why the city of Lake Forest can't create a sign posted on uh, in front of Fresh Market uh, saying, you know, it's okay to say no to panhandlers. If you want to donate, please give money to pads. And you can put the, they can put the little um, uh, QR code right on the sign. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know there's some people that get upset about that, saying we're, we're being cruel and insensitive. We're not. Um, I, it, there is, like I said, there are, there are ways to deal with the problem. There are appropriate organizations so that they can help truly who needs the help and not just some guy like this, uh, what was his name? Uh, Robert, Roger? Robert Hunter. Look, Robert, if you don't want Robert, Robert hey. Hunter, come on the podcast. Let's talk. Come on, man. Oh God. I, we'll get him know. on before we get the transparency group. Hey, if you don't want bums <laughs> on the corner, this is me saying it. If you don't want bums on the corner, don't give him money. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's, I mean, he's guy is sitting in front of a help wanted sign. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's been a sign, you know, fresh market looking to hire people. The guy's sitting in front of the sign. What did Michael Jordan say to Charles Barkley when they were going into a McDonald's once with the homeless guy? Did you ever hear that story? No, no. He goes, you can, you can say, do you want fries with that just as easily as you can ask for a quarter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Or take I, I, again, probably, I, I, I think well, I think number one, the guy probably homeless. makes more there money. There are people that are legitimately homeless, and there yes. are people that with mental illness, and and sometimes mm -hmm. these people are mentally ill. But this is not the way to help them. The, there are proper ways to help to get the proper help, and it's and don't uh, 
perpetuate the problem by giving them money, whether it's here, whether it's downtown Chicago. I know they're outside of Wrigley Field a lot uh, during Cubs games. So wherever it is, Metro trains, um, just You, you just pay people to no. sit on the corner and beg. People will sit on the corner and beg. Yeah. People will do whatever you pay them to do. You don't want bums on the street corners? How about, can they uh, have one of those trash cans with the fire in it? Is that <laughs> what you want, like, Forrest? Keep paying these dudes. All right. <laughs> so that's me being insensitive. All right, going down the list. Uh, oh, man, backlash. The superintendent, Matt Montgomery, he cut support staff. And then he tears up, they tear up his contract and he gets a yeah, 40% raise. Give him a giant raise and he, and he fires a bunch of the uh, the low-level people. Ooh. That's not bueno. All right. Former school board member here. Um, really where? Niles Township? Yeah, I was District 219. We went, we went 219. through... Uh, we went through super. I think in the in the eight years I was on the board, I think we had five superintendents. We we went through superintendents like the Bears go through quarterbacks. <laughs> um, but no, but and the, the, the yeah, Rusty Lynch uh, is now uh, working for the <laughs> No, but and I don't mean to demean Dr. Montgomery personally. Uh, he seems like a, a good good guy, and 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 certainly Lake Forest. He personally cost us a thousand dollars, and and he but, he got a raise. I mean, he it's took just, money it out is, of my pocket and put her in his. You know, there's, there's a phrase we use in public, in politics, and in uh, public administration. Yeah, and, that sucks. Bad, <laughs> called bad optics. Yeah, and this is yeah, really bad, bad optics. Yeah. Yeah. That less. I mean, the, the 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 ink wasn't even dry on the clerk signing the resolution that the referendum had passed. Yeah, Vince Vega and barely they uh, these, done that. Yeah. These pay raises in and and all this. And and you know, again, I I I respect the work of professional educators, and um, uh, I served on a school board. I so I see uh, individual staff's dedication out there, and there's a lot of good teachers working at Lake Forest High School. Um, but you know, I mean, uh, they took the, money the out of our pocket, passed by took money out of the teacher's aides, the library aides. Yeah, and put her, what's that where does about? he live? Again, he came on the podcast when he wanted the yeah, we helped him he get, get the money for the referendum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we I'm helped him let, get the money, and he was on very, very, did a very nice job, very articulate, did a, did a great, yeah, uh, back good on. salesman. Come back on. And look, I was a school board member for eight years. I and you, you guys had uh, the the uh, uh, Philippe and Jeff on on another show, yes, and stuff. And you know, there's a whole. They had an interesting point talking about the school boards. Um, there is this whole thing. I used to go. I went to the Illinois Association of School Boards convention, and I went to the National School Board convention once, and I stopped going. Because all they did at these conventions was they'd have seminars on one, how to work together as a team Union. and support, you know, and, and basically they said what these guys are telling now is we're, we're, our job is to support the superintendent and our job is to, to be unified. And then they have seminars on how to pass tax referendums. And they, they have and 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 Lake Forest did a great job of following the, what they learned in the seminar. The yeah, they played um, us, and, and it's you know, and maybe there is a was a legitimate need. I don't mean to debate that. Look, I, the building is old, um, and there are things that needed to be fixed. But maybe you know, we I, I don't even want to get the referendums passed, so that train's left. But the why tear, tear up his contract? But yeah, it just it just looks really bad, and so I really it I is bad. This, Does it look I bad? It is bad. I want to extend this invitation to every member of the list. school board. Yeah, every right. elected member of the school board, because you're an elected official in this community, just as I never, I was never afraid to give an interview when I was on the school board, and, and other school board members didn't like that. But you're an elected official. You're obligated to answer to your residents. So come on the podcast. Let's talk it out. Maybe you've got an explanation that we're missing. And let's hear it out. And and if because if you truly believe in what you're doing, you you you, you, you have no uh, hesitation to come on here. Yeah, why, why how can't can, you come on to defend it? How can you? What what's he going to say? Because look, it's not optics. It happened. He used us 
to say, hey, we need help with the repairs. Well, if you need what 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 did he do to pitch in? Other than tear up his contract, he had a contract that had to go another year or two, whatever the hell it is, right? Tears it up. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna lay off some of the library aides. These 20 grand a year positions. And aren't they and coming I'm, into a collective? I believe they're coming into a collective bargaining uh agreement uh renegotiation time. Well, In other words, got, the teachers, the teachers union contract mm-hmm, is going to expire yeah. now. When I back when I was on the board in the yep. 90s, 1996, we had a two-week strike at Niles Township High School. A lot of people blame that strike on me. Uh, but <laughs> um the uh <laughs> That's a well. That's a whole show. Just because, yeah. Just because you did um, it. Uh, but yeah. uh, the, uh, you know, you're going into a contract negotiation, and you just gave the superintendent a big raise. So if you don't yep. give the teachers but, union a big raise, the, teachers the same raise, raise too? they're going to walk. They're going to walk out. And we had but, a strike but, in Lake Forest, I think, like ten years ago. Oh, but in cor- more recent according than that, to it, was, it was very divisive. It was very unfortunate. It was yeah. Uh, according to Brincat. And Philippe, not only did Montgomery give himself a nice 40 grand to himself, the other admins, administrators, I believe, got upwards of 18% raise. So what I'm gathering allegedly on those people, because I don't know, I know what Montgomery got. I know what I didn't get. These administrators got a raise of 18% to keep them happy. So to get through this bargaining thing is that 18 percent yeah who else gets an 18 percent pay raise these days what other i got a decrease montgomery (laughs) seriously this is the disconnect again former school board member and now's township yeah district 219 well it'd be be nice to get um, somebody somebody local here actually you know, ooh, maybe we should, uh, get my uh, buddy uh, Ted Mormon on. He used to be on the uh, school board here. But in my, my whole point is this is the disconnect that public educators, public education administrators have from reality. That you're, you're giving yourself through, a rubber, stamp, through a rubber stamp Screwed. board of education – Screwed us. And and Board of Education members, come on this podcast and prove me wrong that you're not a rubber stamp. Okay. But you're 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 giving yourselves a pay raise higher than anyone else is getting these days. My gosh. Come on. And what you just you raised everybody's taxes? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And you cut the, the 20 grand people. Cut them. This is why, you know what this is? This is why Illinois is is the highest taxed Mm -hmm. state per per family, per capita. I forgot the exact term they use in the country. If you take all the taxes that we pay, Illinois families pay the highest percentage of of their family income in taxes compared to any other state. And not so coincidentally, this is also the state with the highest outbound migration rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coincidental. So, so hello. You know, um, this is exactly have, we, why we also Illinois have is more uh, more uh, public bodies, more elected officials, and more public bodies than any other state yeah. by a lot. Well, that's a whole we, other show too. Twice as many as California, for God's sake. Yeah. It, when I was on, I, I was on the high school board for Niles Township District Two Nineteen. We had nine elementary school districts. Feeding into that mm-hmm. uh, two school, two high school school districts. Yeah, Some of those school products. districts were literally Lake, one building. This is what Lake Bluff is. Lake Bluff Elementary is a single, is a single um, uh, group uh, school system. They have an administrator, and they then feed into Lake Forest High School. Now, Lake Forest High School is about two thirds, maybe more than that, uh, from Lake Forest. Uh, about one third, or a little less than that, from Lake Bluff. Lake Bluff has its own separate administration, its own separate system. Uh, I don't think that's really in the best interest of the kids. No, because you're paying, you're paying a superintendent, an assistant superintendent, a business manager, and all those pensions and health benefits Mm -hmm. and stuff. There's a lot of, look, 
we need good teachers, okay? Teach, good teachers are essential. And there are a lot of very good, great teachers at Lake Forest High School. So I don't want to make it sound like, I know there's some people out there that are all doom and gloom about um, teachers and stuff. I'm not one of those people, okay? I do think I do think nationally or statewide, we need to look at school choice as an option. Now, again, if we had school choice in Illinois, like like states like Florida do, I think most people here would still choose Lake Forest High School because it's a great yes. high school. Yeah. So, but that said, um, here locally, there has to be some balance of fiscal responsibility. People put their yes vote into this. Not what would the results be today if they knew that these raises would have been passed right after that referendum? I bet you 125 yeah. people who yeah. voted yes would have voted no. Yeah, I, it might have. It might well have uh, been a difference. Yes. I've never seen Lake Forest or Lake Bluff uh, turn down a an education referendum. I don't know that it's ever happened. My understanding, looking at the precinct, this was the votes, closest that I've seen. My understanding, looking at the precinct by precinct totals, uh, it it did well in Lake Forest and it failed in Lake Bluff. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yes, yes, that is. Um, but that's also, you know, that's a credit to the city of Lake Forest and how it's been run that. You know, our the municipal taxes in Lake yep. Forest are are pretty low. We've talked about that on previous shows. Randy Tack talked about it when he was running mm -hmm. that, you know, our, our municipal taxes are, you know, the city government here is run very, very well. You've got a lot of business people involved in that and run it like a business. Yep. Uh, and then um, also they don't have the one thing Lake Forest has that, for example, Lake Bluff and many of the communities around here do not is more of a unified government. Uh, the the library board is uh, is is under the, um, the city council. The um, park, uh, the, the parks and rec is part of the city council, part of the city. Whereas Lake Bluff, you have a whole separate elected body uh, for parks and rec. You got a whole separate elected body for library. You got you know, it's um, uh, it's a very inefficient system, and, and it you know promotes these kinds of problems that we're talking about with the school board, uh, in that you have a school board that is. Uh, you know, that is uh, overly influenced by its employees and not... Well, yeah, and it's, it's the tail wagging the dog. The well, getting to that the point... The community should back, decide the, the direction of the school, not the Getting not to your the point, staff. Rick, a point was made... Yes. I got a point. The, par <laughs> the, the parents' care guys, Philippe and uh, yes. Jeff, yes. they pointed out that Montgomery sits in the middle of the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's you know it, it, rather than being the the sitting with the other employees, he sits um, uh, with the board as as if he's a member of the board. Yeah, and I you know I I I sat after that you guys brought that up the other night. I I thought back to my days on both the school board and the village board, and you're right. The the, the school district we always had the superintendent sit in the center with the board president. But then when I got on the village board, it's like the Lake Forest City Council where the administrator sits off to the side and it's yeah. just the mayor in the center and yeah. then the, the alderman. And so um, it's interesting that, there, that there's a difference in municipal government versus school government that may not be unique to Lake Forest, that that's the culture. And again, I went to some of these Illinois Association school board conventions and stuff and I, I walked away disgusted. I was like, they, they basically trained them to not do anything. So they just, it was what the whole seminar was. was like, let's not do but, anything except pass tax referendums. But, you know, look, you can you can go to Japan, China, any, you know, the, culturally where you sit matters. Okay. And you're sitting with the people that are going to influence your raise. And it seems like you have power over them. You're the employee, okay? And correct me if I I'm wrong here, but Lake Forest High School only has 1,400 kids at it. I don't know how many kids are in 67. Is he one of the most well-paid uh, administrators working at the lowest headcount? Uh, I, have, I haven't looked at the chart. There used to no, be a not. chart of all that stuff. And I think uh, the Illinois Policy Institute and some of those groups. They have a, they have a list, yeah. Of, yeah, we'd have, to, we'd paid, have to pull it up. The highest paid pensioners. Uh, and, I can uh, tell you back in the day. Our former administrator is uh, on that list of highly paid uh, retired administrators. 
Yeah, I mean, and the, the pension thing is a whole, that's a whole other show. Um, but the, uh, when when we That's had the strike in '96 with the in District 219, um, the we they at the time were the highest paid teachers in the state, and they were given a contract proposal by the board that would have kept them at the highest paid uh, as the highest paid teachers in the state, and they still went on strike. So, you know, and again, I, I, this is not Niles Township, and things have changed in 25 years in Niles Township, but. Um, uh, that said, I think there, there needs to be a reality check here. Again, we want good schools. And like, I, like I said, I respect the teachers, all my interactions with Lake Forest high school teachers have been very positive. Um, I think I, but I think there's a disconnect with the administration How and can the you board. trust any of them people, man. How can you, that's the, that's the biggest screw job I've seen. That's me saying it. Okay. Cause look. <laughs> Hey, look, I tried to help the guy. He came on. I said, all right. Yeah. He's, he reminds me of the guy in Deer Path and Western with his cup playing the guitar. Okay. Well, here, I'll put a, Dr. I'll put a couple. Dr. Huh? Montgomery, you seem like yeah. a decent guy. Oh, yeah. Come on the show again. Let's talk. School board members, all the district uh, school board members, your elected officials accountable to the community, come on the show. Let's talk it out. You know what I want to know is, I want to hear from the voters. Why the hell didn't you come out? You you're paying between five hundred and a thousand bucks a year for this thing. Why didn't you vote? It was only seven thousand, less than half. Well, right? I think I think we do elections backwards. So everybody comes out for the most unimportant election. That's the presidential election. Yeah, your vote yeah, for really president. Really no say at all. Yeah, especially in Illinois. Let's let's be honest with with with. Oh, ourselves. our electoral Illinois votes is are not all a decided. swing state. Yeah. Illinois hasn't been a swing state in decades. No. So no matter who wins the electoral college, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, the Democratic nominee for president is going to win Illinois. And I always tell my, my Republican friends um, that if by chance the Republican nom presidential nominee has a chance in Illinois that year, it's because he's win he or she is winning 40 other states. And it really doesn't matter because they've already locked up the 270 electoral votes. So, but everybody comes out in droves. They got to have cops directing traffic um to to vote in the presidential election when your vote is is meaningless and then they vote down and then because they're coming out to vote out donald trump or whatever they yep. vote out local elected officials um that have absolutely no connection to donald trump one way or the other um and and that screws up some of our county and state government but they they come out in droves for that but what's the lowest turnout election municipal elections yeah, and what has the most direct effect on your life? Municipal elections. That's and, what's and actually look, that's most important to you. Look, the yeah. referendum only passed by 125 votes. If you sat out this election this past April, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. You should be voting in that election and not the presidential election. You should vote in all elections. Let me be clear. I And I voted in every election since I turned 18. But if you're gonna if you're gonna pick and choose which elections to vote in, vote in the local yeah, one. Yeah, the local one is where you actually make a difference. But because you don't see it on CNN or MSNBC or Fox or whatever internet, you might as well go to Facebook in one of those chat rooms and oh, go I'm yell often, in there. I'm often amazed. You know, I I'll tell you um, when I when I've been doing uh, running for office, uh, I have run into a number of people who just tell me, "Oh, we only vote for national elections. We only follow national politics." Uh, we don't follow Illinois or local politics at all. I go like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, the national politics, you have no control over, you have no impact whatsoever. You know, if in the state of Illinois, you might actually have be able to make some small difference. Uh, and yeah. this state I mean, some so, of these elections are decided by one or so two votes. Troubled. You know, I, I got to tell you, I uh, yesterday the uh, ComEd 4 uh, got convicted. Uh, in uh, uh, and that was one of the best things I've seen in Illinois uh, ever. Unfortunately, it's never the voters who throw these crooks out. It's always the feds. And it's never the county state's attorney that investigates them or the Illinois attorney general that investigates them. It's always only the feds. What kind of a system is this? Where the only way that we get any kind of chance at, uh, uh, well, the only enforcement for honest government uh, is not the voters, but rather is the federal prosecutor. 
he is the sole way of getting people like Mike Madigan uh, out of power. Uh, what a what a what a what a black stain uh, on democracy. I mean, Rick, you really you is. ran you ran for state rep, state yes. representative in yep. 2018 against 2018, Bob Morgan. Yes, correct. Who, Morgan, who, yes. who 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 had been brought in by the Madigan team to replace yep. Scott Drury, one of the few Democrats who spoke out yes. against Mike Madigan yep. when when speaking out against Mike Madigan wasn't cool. Right. And um and, and what so they brought they they, not, they forced yeah, they, they forced uh they forced Drury out. out and they ended up running for attorney general and getting clobbered in the primary yeah. uh, but and, and, and Rick, I, I give you all the props in the world. You didn't stand a chance oh, in God, that no election, chance. unfortunately, no because of the Jerry that district went into Highland Park where they vote yep. blue no matter who. Yeah. And and, uh, and Northbrook too. Yeah. And uh, Northbrook. And, and, and he was, which he has a ten cent bag tax now. Madigan gave him plenty of money, you know. Yeah, and he took lots of money, and then all of a sudden, which and I spent a lot. Oh, and of then time he's yeah, then he, yeah, like, he's, oh, you mean there's oh, you mean there's, oh, they all like oh no, we voted to get rid of Madigan. No, you didn't. You 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 voted how many times for him over the years? Yeah, only took, only once. You only once the feds were already at the door uh, uh, by a Republican oh, appointed U.S. attorney. Here? I might ask. Wow. <laughs> well, these voters, what here everywhere we go, you you guys probably hear the same thing. Number one question is how do you keep that sign lighted around your neck? Number two, <laughs> I never knew about that till I watched the show. Right? So look, just because you don't know the law doesn't mean you have to follow it. I believe that's how it goes, Rick. So but I think we make it a little bit more fun Based where people will pay attention it. and learn. I'll tell you another thing about the Madigan thing. One good point, and what I what I really like, we bring us back to Lake Forest. Um, that meeting the other night, there were three elected officials departing uh, that were, you know, um, had served out their terms. Uh, Mayor Pantaleon and two two aldermen. Yeah. Um, Lake Forest has term limits, mm-hmm. and I think that's a really good thing. Because look, let's I can name three elected officials in this state that ha- held their office for fifty years. Mike Madigan, Ed Burke, and Nick Blaze, the mayor of Niles. All of them were in office for 50 years. Guess what also happened to all of them? All of them. Really yeah. charged. Indicted. Indicted. All indicted. three of them have been indicted. Nick Blaze ended up in jail. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty certain Mike Madigan and Ed Burke will as well. Uh, so, so, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, so I'm my flip- point, I think this term limit thing is a really good thing because I think even very well-intentioned people that's why I, I served my eight. I served eight years on the, two, the 219 board and then four on the Morton Grove board. And then I was out. I was I was done um, because I think that people think no. after a while, very well intentioned people. There should be limits on these things. Yeah. Uh, I, you know. I'll take the other side from what I've seen. Term limits are good. Look at Vega. OK, whoever left before him, he got dropped in. No clue what's going on. And. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got to yep. get 100 locations in 90 days, okay? Or he came on and explained it at least. Yeah, yeah. he did. But, yeah, but, he, but, it, but, yeah but, it, but it's true. It's because county clerk, we've had... Um, we, we had um, a lot uh, of churn. We, we've had changes. We had like four in the last 10 years. Okay, so, let's keep it local, hyper-local, hyper-local, going back to the caucus, Lake Forest Caucus. They have term limits too, so... You have this old new meeting where, oh, I got to leave. The people that know everything leave and these people come in, don't know anything. Then you have a small group of people on the executive board, at least how it used to be, that would control the influence of everybody else because you had a third of these people that don't know squat. Yeah. So there's got to be like a happy medium. Increase the term limits or something. Well, but I, I think not... that's right. There is a happy. I think there is a happy medium there. I mean, yes, you do want to have some institutional memory, but you also want you, you don't want to let people get entrenched in these positions to the point where uh, they stifle anybody else uh, from being involved. Uh, and yes, it is a, a balancing. Uh, I think two terms, three terms, we, we, you know, whatever number you want to put on it. Uh, I, I think eight years should be enough for most of these business, uh, most of these uh, uh, positions. Uh, you know, okay, fine. Make it three terms such that you 12 years. Uh, because, yes, the, the problems arise when you have guys like Mike Madigan 
uh, who were able to monopolize the power and stay there for 50 years. Well, how about this? There's 43 on the caucus, right? And it's hard to find volunteers. So if you want to do the term limits, then you got to reduce, reduce the size. You know, why is it nine per ward? Why is it based on population households? Great. It was 80 something years ago, 90 years ago, but maybe that needs to be looked at to kind of bring it down a little bit. It's better to have a few more passionate people that show up regularly than twice as many people that show up half the time and don't give a crap. Yeah. Just saying. I, I will say the caucus in particular, uh, yeah, the, the, there's been a lot of turnover uh, and there's an organization that, yeah, and I think they're going to have to really re-examine the bylaws uh, at, at this time. Well, they will. Yeah, I think uh, I think the elect. There's a difference. I think elected officials. There should be a very hard term limit on which we have. the 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 committee, the caucus committee, um, maybe there needs to be a reexamination of it uh, in terms of keeping some institutional knowledge because it seems like it's a it's a totally different show. Um, that said, you know, again, uh, part of Madigan's power wasn't his his elected office. It was that he was also the Illinois Democratic Party. Yes, he was chairman. chairman of the Illinois Democratic Party. So he he controlled, which controls a lot of stuff. The post, the, the, the discounted postage for all the all the mailers and stuff, which is a big power mm-hmm. thing. So you know, you have to be careful. You don't want someone that controls is in charge. You don't want a Mike Madigan in the Lake Forest Caucus. You know, you don't want somebody that's there forever. That is, you have to go kiss the ring if you want to be anything in this city. And there is no one like that right now, which is good. Um, But that, so there's a delicate balance here of uh, of term limits and and maintaining institutional knowledge. Yeah. So it is, and I do, however, want to go back to my point earlier. I don't understand why only the federal government can investigate these types of corruption. Well, it's funny because uh, when Lisa Madigan ran for attorney general in yes. 2002, oh, it was yes. in the shadow of the George Ryan scandal. And yeah. she, there's a there's a great quote out there where she said she would go after corruption anywhere in state government, including her father. Yeah. Th- that proved she to never be did it. False. All she this became, crap was going on right yeah. on her nose. Oh, what? What? I don't see anything. Yeah. And 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 the late great Judy Bartopinka will tell you a story of one of the th- one of the reasons Illinois state government is in such is in such horrible uh, financial shape today is because they had this thing when Blagojevich was governor and Madigan was speaker called a pension funding holiday because so so that they could balance the state yeah. budget they right. stopped fen- funding the pensions for like 5 or 6 years i think it was yeah. it later resulted in an the sec the security and exchange commission charged them with fraud for that and we've still never really recovered from that and lisa met, the only person screaming bloody murder about it at the time was judy bartopinka when she was the state treasurer and and nobody listened to her unfortunately and and she made a very good point at the time. Lisa Madigan um, is the is the is the as the attorney general is the state's legal counsel, basically the state's lawyer. And she okayed this pension funding holiday that was later ruled uh, by the Security and Exchange Commission to be fraud. So she was either complicit with her father on on this fraud, or she was negligent in her duties. Either way, I'm glad she's no longer the attorney general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was very glad to see that um, uh, the, uh, the current acting U.S. attorney uh, was addressing that Illinois has an endemic corruption problem. This is not a new thing. This was not an aberration. This is the way business has been done in Illinois forever. And that's the essence of the problem. I don't know how you really root out that level of corruption. When you look at the number of Chicago aldermen who have been indicted, the number of state representatives, Illinois state representatives, who have been indicted and gone to prison over the years. It is, this is not a normal thing. Other states don't suffer from this problem. Uh, I don't know how we solve How we roll in Chicago. Yeah. Are you saying New York City? There's no no problems there? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, they, I'm sure that well, York, the Speaker uh, of the House in New York State, I don't think they have this kind of the no, same uh, stuff that Madigan's going to probably go to jail for. 
So look, the more interactions you have, the greater the population, the greater the likelihood of occurrence of this crap. And the other thing, getting back to local, is I did have a bunch of people that said, hey man, thanks for doing what we all did during the mayoral election because they were so happy all this crap that's going around outside of Lake Forest, we didn't let it come into Lake Forest. So I don't know how many people told you that. I, I've had several people send me private Facebook messages. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get thanks to your podcast now, Pete. I go into I go into the jewels podcast. and people come up up. I go into the jewels and people uh, people one they ask where the hell the cart corral is, but then two they thank me uh, <laughs> for for saying what I uh, said uh, uh, during the mayoral election. Well, it's it's also cancel cancellations or the cancel culture, the pendulum swinging back the other way, but there's still a little bit out there where you have to fear for what you say because of your business or, you know, whatever you're standing in society. And it's, it's rough getting a group of people that could come on and just shoot it straight. So I'm glad it's, you know, that's what we have, have on here. And uh, anybody that tries to uh, influence somebody, whether it's money, whether it's a job, it should be rooted out and tossed to the side of the road. Uh, okay, I'm up to here on the politics. Let's give some kudos out to uh, Mr. John Walker, the new yeah. rugby yes. coach at Lake Forest College. Yep, yep. yep. My, I know nothing about rugby. We did that podcast with the hockey coach. As yes. little as I knew about hockey, that's more than I know about rugby. So. If you get him on the podcast, I don't know what I can ask him. <laughs> well, Coach Steve for the uh, hockey podcast will put a link right here. And uh, John is obviously the brother of our, our buddy Scoo Walker. Uh, and he's been doing rug. Uh, Catherine and Earl Walker, right. For, for, for a long time. My nephews uh, were coached by him and uh, solid dude. I believe he's the mothers against drunk driver guy too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he's done an excellent good, job with that group too. Yes. Good, good guy. Um, the Walker that, family is really into local sports here in Lake Forest. Good, good great for them. Huh? Yeah. That, does, does the school announce their games too, or uh, he may, but how do you announce of, a rugby game? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen rugby played. Uh, you know, I, I, Let's all go. Let's all go to a game. Yeah. Come Let's on. see one of the games. Field trip. When we were in Sophia's the other night, I want to give a shout out to Jackie on in the athletic department. She's at the corner of the bar. And she said, "Hey, what the hell are all these people doing here at Sophia's on a Monday night?" I said, "It's a Lake Force podcast." <laughs> That's what. Tip your right. waitress, please. Yeah, <laughs> try the veal. And uh, we were talking. And uh, we were going through uh, Coach Cat, the coach at the uh, football team at Lake Forest College, and all the great things that he has done. And there's quite the Arizona contingency that's leaving Arizona to come to Lake Forest. And uh, it, it's quite a wonderful thing. And I promised that we would all go to a tailgate at Lake Forest College this next football season. So, Jackie... I will come to a tailgate. You come on the show. We're, we're, we're looking for When's it. homecoming? So, Let's find out when homecoming is. We'll go to the homecoming. Jackie, please let us know. Come on the show. We got. What out. I love is when the, when the high school has their homecoming and when the college has their homecoming, the whole downtown is lined with the flags. Yes. For the t that we never had that anywhere else I've lived, Glenview or Skokie or any of that. So that that's a great community spirit. Um, to see that support for yep. the high school and the college and the colleges, Lake Forest is a college town. I mean, it's a, yeah. You, know, you see them, you see a lot of them at Duffers and Lantern and and yeah, Chiefs. Um, the, right. um, see the sweatshirts and the jackets and stuff. So it's great. Uh, Casey Erlocker, now the mayor of uh, Matawa, home of the Costco that Lake Forest should have had, mm -hmm. um, is a, a Lake Forest College alum. I believe he played football there, right? My father yes, he did. was a Lake Forest College alum, too. Yes. Yeah. I think Senator Susan Garrett is a Lake Forest College alum. So maybe she can come on yeah. and talk about talk about her, her uh, time at Lake Forest College. Uh, just 
And we've had a loyal listener watcher. Uh, don't know if he wants his name set or not, so I'll keep it off till I can find out. But uh, with all the rains that we had, there's been a lot of cancellations on the grass fields. So it's a good thing that we have the turf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we're going, we're going turf. Yeah, it's. I mean, the turf thing. You know, my initial reaction was what, but I, I've kind of gotten swayed over, over the uh, by the arguments. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, it, it would be much more reliable uh, as a playing surface than mud and grass. And my understanding is the way they make these turfs now, it's not the old Astro turf from the yeah, 70s right. and 80s. That if you like, if you go to uh, we we were on vacation a few years ago in Dallas and took a tour of the Cowboys Stadium, and they have they had the different turfs that they roll out. They have a different turf for NFL games versus college games, and they roll it on and off. And you touch it, and it's not. I was expecting it to be like this, really like like those those uh, floor mats that people have in front of their house, really uh, yes. really rough. It's yeah. not that bad. I mean, is it is it just like grass? No. But it's they've the technology has improved a lot that it's not as bad you know and again these are these are sports like soccer right I mean the so it's not I mean tackle football might be a little different but um, soccer and baseball and I don't know what other sports they're playing on the on this turf forgive me that I, I I'm not as an expert on on this as some folks but um yeah it, it it will probably be uh better in the long run and they made it some environmentally friendly turf as well i think era i think era was talking about that at the ward meeting era gushgarian so um um i think that's the best scenario because who, who, who i had little kids playing sports back in the day who wants to get rained out it's no fun you want to play yeah, right. uh, that's right yeah exactly so, so people, it is more, much more reliable, and uh, if it allows them to uh, have more games, great. You know, let's uh, give it a try, uh, and we'll see how well it works. If they have to replace it after ten years, um, I, I don't know how popular that's going to be, but it also will depend on the cost. And all the people that are crying about the plastic, look in your right hand and see if you got a water bottle mm. planted in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, there you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, we had that presentation the other night about the environmental, uh, whatever it was, committee uh, by the outgo by uh, sustainability. Yeah. I do recycle my plastic when I'm done drinking the bottled water, just for the record. <laughs> at, at, at the Costco, from the Costco in Mattel. Yeah, from the Costco. It is. It's a Kirkland water That's bottle. Kirkland, yeah. All you got to do every time you go to Costco, look at all the cars with the Lake Forest City sticker. In the oh window yes! Think, this could have been east of the tollway instead of west of the toll. All right, I'll, I'll stop. Well, you have a nice administration building now. It's a different administration now. I, I'm not blaming any of the current elected officials in Lake Forest for that. Yeah. You, you hey, are. Was, I mean, there was a problem. There was an issue. The Army Corps of Engineers. The Flat Earth Society was against uh, it. I mean, they never did approve it on this side of the tollway. You know, Joe, you would have been a great cornerback. The way you backpedal. <laughs> so if Scoot says I name drop. You say I backpedal. What? <laughs> Whatever. You cut. Hey. We are equal opportunity. Well, that's why we have term limits. The guys that were in charge of the city back in 05 when this whole Costco thing went down, they're long gone. <laughs> no, they haven't gone too far. <laughs> they're, yeah. still <laughs> they're still here, but they're not on the board. They're right? not on the board. No. We, we thank you all for watching another riveting episode of the Lake Forest Podcast. <laughs> the Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. 
For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, exceptional process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Helen. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Broadstop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan.